right, guys, welcome to Embarrassing, the most embarrassing podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Khalil, and today I'm here with the living legend himself, Nisley Niles. <laughs> Did I say that right? It's funny. That's why I laugh because people always butcher that. It's like... Yeah, yeah it's, it's close. It's <laughs> as close as it could be. Okay. It's okay. Nowsy Nows. Nowsy Nows. Yeah. Ah, people, but people say Nowsy. They say Nestle. They say Nestle. Yeah. They say Nelsley. Okay. Like, they be saying, like, all types of different things. Okay, so we met at the creator event that my friend Justin hosted. And the moment I saw you, I knew who you were. And I, can't, I wanted to tell you this story because I was sitting talking to someone. And I seen you, but I seen you're with the big camera. I don't know exactly uh, yeah. what you brought that for, but I seen this guy with a camera, but I didn't know it was you at first. So I'm sitting down at this table talking to whoever I'm talking to, and I look to my left, and I see you, and I just start smiling. I'm like, bro, I know who the that is. I know who that is, bro. That's the guy, the disappearing meme guy. <laughs> That's him. And uh, I start smiling, and the people are asking me, why are you smiling so hard? I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And then we finished this conversation. I just sprint to you. I'm like, bro, retro spectro. That's you, bro. The meme guy. That's you. He's like, yeah, bro. I'm like, bro, I need a picture right now. And now there's a picture of you on my wall. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, that was the story. Yeah, no, that's fire. Uh, I've been into just taking my camera around and just capturing life. Okay. So it's like I used to not do that. But like now you see me, my camera's always it's in the car right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So were you filming anything? Today? Or I mean, what would you film there? What did I film at that event? Yeah, did you oh, film I was it? just filming. Um, Smoking around? Yeah, actually, I do got a couple of shots. I'll show you off camera. Okay. But I got show a couple of shots that was like real cool. I just okay. been shooting like just in the moment life stuff because I felt like I don't get any of that stuff. Like my day to day, I don't be I don't be recording because I record so much yeah. on, on like throughout the week, but it's all like work. So it's like I'm in acting mode. I'm on the camera, uh-huh. but I'm never recording like just day to day what i'm doing day to day so i was like you know i want to just start taking my camera around more and (laughs) that's what i did that's that's dope that's dope one thing i want you to tell people is how people know you because they're probably wondering how the hell did i get you here so uh well i mean how they know me yeah Uh, people know you from many people know me from it depends on when you started following me so there's people that know me from drumming videos like way back then uh and that's still actual drumming videos to this day and then i started doing youtube skits and then i just started um shooting videos and i started shooting videos uh with lean cuisine and you funny b and we formed a group we had a group uh, a lean squad and um yeah so we started shooting a bunch of videos and then uh those videos all just went super viral so like everything that i was doing uh lean was doing b was doing all of those things was just going crazy um so a lot of people know me from whether it's their videos uh, my videos a lot of those like disappearing videos was just like the peace sign and you disappear a lot of people know me from that stuff um another big thing people know me from is um i did atlanta so like i was on the tv show atlanta as the transracial character and um which is like one of the uh emmy award winning episode that um that was a big thing that i did is it I, i've done a lot it just depends on what type what time of my journey that you picked up on yeah and yeah so that's why i met you at that event and you got me here because i mean hey I, I i mess with a lot of like creators okay like anybody that i see i don't care about like i'll tell people all day i don't care about numbers you don't got to be the biggest person that like if you grinding and I see you grinding and I told you the same thing I was like when you told me about it, I was like all right let me check out some clips and stuff like that but when I see somebody grinding and putting in work I'm all for it yeah like I'm all for support I don't care how small you are okay. if you grinding and putting in work I'll be there I appreciate I it bro. we're grinding right now yeah. we're trying to grow and the goal at the end of the year is try to hit 100k hey man for this podcast not even my main channel just for the podcast that's why I think you could do it I believe I could do it too I think you can. And with support from you, like I, we're probably gonna hit 100k off this video. Yeah, Let's hope so. I hope so. But what was the biggest accomplishment? Was it Atlanta? Um, my biggest accomplishment, honestly, my biggest flex is that I still got the same friends. That is a flex. I got the same exact friends that I started out with. Yeah. That I came into this with. Um, the same people is around me. Nothing changed. So I'm. I've met a few new people um but i got the same people around and i think that's my biggest flex as far as like sh- show wise or like 
accolade wise honestly i feel like my biggest flex is my youtube channel it's funny because people i, I always see people and they're like yo what you got going on next what you doing next and i always look at the extra stuff as extra stuff like i look at i look at that stuff as like there's things I did on the side of my YouTube channel. So it's like when I when I went to do Atlanta, I actually went back and I wrote for the second season, right? A lot of people don't know that. But I don't know. I look at I look at all of that type of stuff. I did like different shows with Complex. Um uh, I did like a, a pretty pretty long show. I think I did a few episodes um with Complex. We did a show uh and there's just a few different things, but I look at all of that stuff as like extra stuff. And the reason I say that with my YouTube channel is like my biggest achievement because it's just something that nobody can ever take away from me yeah. and i feel like uh, when you go to hollywood you go to california you're doing a lot of auditions and stuff like that you kind of got it. yo you're waiting to get called back you're waiting for this you're waiting for that my youtube channel is like fully under my control it's allowed me to be independent for over seven years you know what i mean so i've been doing that full time just creating and that's like been the the biggest like thing the biggest blessing to me that's amazing yeah I think that a lot of people in this current day and age, Gen Z, everyone's trying to figure out how can I start off being a creator? Mm -hmm. So do you have anything that you can tell people who are kind of coming up or trying to expand and scale? Yo, it's possible to be a creator. You're, is there like any sort of steps or any advice you can give to them? Step one is you got to sacrifice somebody. That's the only way. It's somebody true. like my mom. Somebody important to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, the biggest thing i would say is just create i feel like people get in their head so much about like it got to be perfect i used to be that way like like oh if the video don't look like this then i, I don't I'm know yeah and it's just like they just want everything to be perfection and, uh -huh. and i used to be that way i used to be a perfectionist and but one thing i realized is if you give anything to somebody that created it um, whether it be a videographer, photographer, producer, painter, like anything, uh, if you give it to them and say, touch it up, there'll be something that they could tweak. Mm -hmm. There's always something to tweak, but there has to be a point in your mind where you say it got to be free and you guys just got to say, let me export it. And it is what it is. I'll get better on the next one. Like, you know, people think that they just going to come out and just be Beyonce or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Taylor like they Swift. just, yeah, they like, Drake. I've talked to a lot of people in, in, and maybe I've given them advice or something and then they'll say, well, they want it to be like mine. And I'm like, you got to understand, I've been doing this full time for over seven years. Like there's nothing else on my mind besides creating and shooting and filming and getting better. And mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's not going to be that for somebody who's just starting this month. Like yeah. you got to think about like to just get something out. And I and and I used to have to do that. Like in the beginning, I just got something out. I didn't have cameras or a camera team. I didn't know about lighting, framing, um, you know, all of these different things. I just shot on my iPhone and I just got it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sometimes, like, they get so caught up in their mind, they don't want to, you know, just they they look for all of those things. But you don't want to miss the moment because tomorrow you may not feel like doing it. Today you feel like it, so just do it today. Yeah, just do it. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. Be your own go. That's what I tell people. Be your own go. Be someone that you'd be inspired by. Yeah. Start now. Yeah. I feel like that's all you got to do. If you just do it and then you'll look back and be like, dang, I did all that this month. Damn. All of this month? That's crazy. Yeah. You just got to do it. I feel like that's the biggest thing. And it sounds so cliche when I tell people that consistency, but that's not only the biggest thing, it's the hardest thing. It's hard to be consistent, especially like this, this, this route and this road. I don't recommend it for people that is like, soft like i'm talking to i've talked to a lot of people and they'd be like oh i'm thinking about giving up for I, I tell them straight up i say give up just stop because it's going to get harder yeah and if you want to give up now you're not going to make it through mm -hmm. and you have to keep going there's going to be times where nobody around you believe in you nobody around you see the vision you like nobody's lifting me up nobody's like pushing me to keep going it's your vision it's yeah. your dream it's what you want to do so if you're going to give up now you're not going to make it when it get tougher. So it's just like you got to keep going. You got to have tough skin. And and it's, that's why I say consistency is the hardest thing. You do something for two weeks and you're like, I'm tired of it. So I told you that don't downplay the time. Yeah. Like that's like you put in work. Yeah. You I'm, I'm I mean? very like I know like when I look in the mirror, I see like, yeah, like I'm going to make it. And it's not like a cocky thing. Like I don't have like the funds that I want to have. But when I look in the mirror, I see a.
goat. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's how you should feel. Like you gotta like big yourself up. Like damn, like every and you look at everything that happened over the past eight months. You be like, I pushed through and I was still dropping. You be yeah. like, dang, I still dropped. Even when I felt this way that day, even though when I had that bad week, I still dropped. Yeah, I still drop, bro. I'm yeah. still dropping. Yeah, yeah. One thing I definitely want to work on is being more consistent. I want to do weekly. Like that is my goal to do weekly. Yeah. So I'm trying to push weekly right now. It, it get hard, but that's that's the big push. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's when like when I feel so alienated because I don't really talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. All I do is make videos. Yeah. And it's I think that's when you start to realize and like everything starts growing is when you feel like a outsider and a weirdo. Yeah, you 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 feel that way sometimes. It, well, especially like as somebody who's been doing this so long, you don't have like a normal uh, job to go to yeah. where it's like you seeing coworkers, you seeing. So it's like you can feel alienated sometimes. I go like, uh, it's funny. I might go to like UCF or something like that and go edit. <laughs> what? Just go to UCF. There, there, there's people that see me. Inspo? Yeah, no, there's people that see me DM me. They be like, yeah, what? And I'll be like, I just want to see other people grinding. You know what I mean? Sometimes so you just go to UCF. I might just go there and just pop up one day and just be like, I'm going to edit here today. Wow, that's crazy. On your like, laptop? On my laptop, right? yeah. <laughs> you just I, hop in the library? Yeah. Wow. I just pop in and then I just be like, yeah, let me see what everybody else got going on. I see them grinding and stuff like that. I'd be like, that's dope. Damn. And then just get to editing. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never been like, yo, I want to see the vibes. Let me, let me pop into UCF. Yeah. I've never done that. It be, it, but it'd be like that when you be like alienated and you be like into your own world and you're yeah. so locked in. It'd be like that. That's why um, even with that event that Justin threw, like I'm 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 just getting to the place of like getting out in Orlando. Yeah. So like a lot of people don't even know I live here um, just because I be so locked into work. Yeah. I just film all the time. Film, edit. Yeah, all the time. So film, it's like edit, now sleep. I'm trying to like get to a place where it's like, all right, let me see what's going on out here. Okay. Yeah. And it was good that you enjoyed the event. I did. I also enjoyed the event too. I it was did. very, very fun. And it's also cool to come do stuff like this. Like I haven't done a, a like a podcast interview in like Years. a long time. <laughs> no jumper. That was probably the last one I did. Damn. Yeah, that's probably the last one I did. Now you're on Embarrassing, the come up podcast of the year. Yeah. That's the goal, man. One thing that I bet a lot of people want to know is what is, I don't know if you can share this or not, what was the most amount of money you've made in a month of creating? It's it's a lot. Like, there is there is no limit when it comes to, like, what you could be paid. It could, yeah. it could be $1,000. You could get paid 20 k in a month. You could get paid 30 50 It just depends on because... You got like different like different sources of income, whether that be like YouTube revenue, yeah. uh, uh, money deals. that comes in from like independent people. That's like, yo, I got this going on. I want to pay you to do this. You can have a brand deal that comes in that same month. It could all come in at one month. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or you could have like one or two different streams, but all four of them could come at the same yeah. time. So it's like it just depends on like what's happening that okay. month, but. Can I guess an over under for like a random one? I'm gonna guess over under. So okay, okay. I'm gonna say over over hundred K. Under hundred K. Under hundred K. Under hundred K. Okay. Under that's 100K. all I need to say. That's all I need to say. I'm really it's funny because I'm really selective with like with deals I take. Oh, I don't be feeling like all money is good money. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like I'll get deals sometimes and I'm like, ah. Eh. I don't want to promote that. What even is a brand deal or a deal that you might take? Like, what is the most you've declined? The most I've declined was probably, no, I've declined over 40. Damn. Mainly because of the, what they're asking in the control. If, if I don't get creative control over what I'm doing, I'm not going to enjoy it. And, um, and then they're asking me to like, you might get like a long list of to do's. Like you have to hit all of these points and it has to look like this. And then uh, when I get deals like that, I, I don't want it. Okay. Yeah. It's just very tedious and it's very nitpicky. And I don't feel like I have the creative control to really do what I want to do. Um, this is also the same with when I've done. I And I don't know how much money I've also. I, I probably declined a lot more when it comes to like TV shows um, because I've turned down entire like show deals because like what happens is when you do TV, you get like a lot of red line or a lot of red tape, which is like 
oh, a network won't allow this because this might be too raunchy. Oh, this okay. type of video is, uh, this doesn't really go well with what we're trying to push or this and that. And I'm like, well, you know who you're hiring. Like, you have to know who you're hiring. I don't make, like, Disney Channel Nickelodeon clips. So yeah. it's just like, I'm not, like, the most. Family-friendly. Uh, yeah, but I'm also not, like, like the far extreme. The edge, yeah, I'm yeah. not, like, not on the, the Milk Boys. Yeah, it's like, I'm not on the far extreme of things, but it's just, like, it's not going to be, like, some cookie cutter. You know, I don't have those types of ideas. And if I have to create those types of ideas, it's not going to be fun for me. So I've turned down, like, a lot of those, too, which yeah. is, like, hey, let's have this show. Let's do this. And I'm, like, uh, I don't want to do it if it's, like, that. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, but it's just, I think it's on the creator to kind of figure out what you, where you stand at, what you are willing to give up and what you're not willing to give up. So one thing I want to ask you is what is the secret to your creativity and how you're able to be in the creator world economy for so long? Because most, the average creator lifespan is four to five years, I'm pretty sure. Like California, I've never wanted to live there. Just because of the the atmosphere and stuff like that, I feel like I would get burnt out really quickly. I feel like I would lose motivation. I feel like um, the just the vibe and the, the ambiance there, I just wouldn't feel like, I don't feel like I would thrive there. So okay. I think like being around the people that I've always been around, they keep me grounded. They, they keep me just like locked into that mode of like just, I don't know, it's just, fun. honestly, it's just really fun. And what keeps me motivated is just that uh, I like uh, people lie about this, right? When they and lie and about I'm, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> what are they, 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 about? they lie about this and they try to get, cause you know what? I'm going to cut myself off right here because I'm not going to even give a fake answer. Okay. What keeps me motivated? And I'm going to let y'all know this too. It's money. They lie yeah. about they They try to always yeah. paint this like beautiful, like, oh, you know, my mom was going through like I like to make money. Like I yeah. like to like. I, there's a part of it that I do enjoy the fact of like um, how it impacts people and yeah. that people can laugh and people go through depression and like they come up to me all the time and like, oh, you know, when I was going through suicide thoughts, or I was going through depression, or I was going through this and that, and all of that stuff is like beautiful, and I'm so happy that it could be impactful in that way, and um, but I'm also I also have bills. I also have like. Um, <laughs> I also have things that I like, like I like my car. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I, I I like like the lifestyle I have. I like the area I live in. I, uh -huh. I you know, when I walk outside, I I don't feel you know like like I got to look around my shoulder. Like I there's certain benefits to to that. Like I like those things. You know what I mean. So it's like you level up, and it's like you don't want to level back down. Yeah. So it's like as you like are like increasing certain things. That's like a big motivation to me is like, I don't want to go back to where I was. You know what I mean? I don't want to go back to like where I started from. So it's like, I be grinding. And another thing is like, I never went to, I never went to college. <laughs> okay. So it's just like, so it's like, I've always <laughs> been in a place of like, like the people that I graduated with, I want to be doing better than all of them. Okay. <laughs> so it's a flex. It's a yeah, flex. yeah. But it's just like, I like, I, like the people that I'm close with that I graduate, hey, I hope they all doing good. And yeah. I do. You just want to do better than them. And I talk to like a lot of them, and I see like they they are doing well and stuff okay. like that. But it's just like I I want to be like the best. Yeah, yeah I want to be like the best. And it's just like nobody around me can be like, yo, you should have went to college. Yo, you should have did this. You should have did that. You should have did this. Yeah. So it's just like no, nah, I be grinding because I just be like. Man, I don't want nobody to ever be able to say that to me. I don't want ever, nobody. I don't want ever want to look at myself and be like, I should have did this. Yeah. So it's like, I be grinding like it could be regret. taken away from me. Yeah, you don't want to have regrets. Never. I think one of the biggest advantages of college is the um, connections you gain. For sure. I think that's like something that you end up missing. But because of my field and, and how far I was able to get in it, I've gained like I surpassed those connections. Yeah. So, so no, there's no regrets for me as far as that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to do a segment. This is my first ever time doing this segment on the show. It's called Is That Embarrassing? Where we get stories from people. They send them in and they give us a story and I'll ask you if that's embarrassing or not. So the first story we have is, so I had a crush on my friend. I asked her out and she said, yes. A month later, she said, I can't believe people actually think we're dating. So the entire time she thought it was a joke. Is that embarrassing? That is embarrassing <laughs> based on how he played it off. 
Because if he played it off and he was just like, yeah, oh, no, nah, you thought I was serious? No, 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 no. It was, I don't, I don't know why they thought that either. Or no, if he I like. I think the girl, the girl said it was a joke. She said, the girl said, I can't believe people actually think we're dating. But what was his response to that? He didn't give it. He that just says, so the entire time she thought it was a joke in ellipses. Yeah, that's embarrassing if he t- because if he took it very seriously, like he's buying her flowers, he's taking her out, he's like doing a lot of texting and stuff like that. Then yeah, that's embarrassing. But if you was kind of just playing it cool, you could kind of play it off and be like, oh yeah, I didn't take that serious either. <laughs> I don't know why, why they would think that. But like if you was like all in, like her boyfriend, yeah. That's Damn, embarrassing. That is embar- I'd say that's very embarrassing. Yeah, you got to wrap that one up. <laughs> Shady, what do you think? That's embarrassing. <laughs> Yo, you just went into like, uh, you're, I don't know if that's simp level or if that's just like she's kind of taking advantage of you level, but that's. that's I'd feel demoralized if that yeah, was me. I would be I would very demoralized. I, w- I, I don't think I'd ever date again. Yeah. Not a. Never. Yeah. <laughs> and it depends on, like I said, how much he was doing for it. Yeah. Okay, so I got a I got a second story. So the second story is kind of crazy. The title was "I Have a Crush on My Uncle." Wow, that's <laughs> embarrassing already. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna paraphrase. So until very recently, I hadn't had any contact with my mom's oldest brother since I was 12. Growing up, we spent a lot of time with him and his kids, my my cousins, and got got along great. They were about 400 miles from us, but they had a really interesting home, and I loved visiting. The last summer we visited them, a big family photograph was taken of everybody. But then the following years, in between parents getting divorced, my mom falling out with her father, my mom remarrying her father's death, and a bunch of other family members moving out of the country, I didn't have any contact with my uncle. He's in his late 50s now, and every time I see him, I get butterflies. And it feels like I got hit with a sledgehammer. I had a crush on him when I was younger because I started realizing when I would talk to him, I would get butterflies. <laughs> Last night I had a dream where he kissed me and <laughs> I can't get it out of my mind. If I really must admit it, then yes. In the dream, the whole forbidden thing was hella sexy. I obviously can't tell any of my friends about this, so I'm getting it off my chest here. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. That's that, crazy. That is not embarrassing. That is incest. <laughs> they have to be from alabama that is not okay that is not that's crazy that i would not tell that story to any of my friends (laughs) i would not tell that story to anybody yeah i was reading that i was like wow i oh i'm sorry you can go you can go that's like the only reason i don't think it's embarrassing just because you haven't told anyone that story and you should probably keep it that way yeah you should probably never ever ever because if he found out or something like that i would literally like disown my own myself from the family i would never see them again yeah that's like one of those things where it's like you even admit something like that to your uncle i as as an uncle i wouldn't even feel comfortable hugging hugging you anymore yeah, I, would I, f- I would not feel comfortable i don't want to be alone with you because it's <laughs> you just like you are going uh, to stay away from me you are not my niece yeah <laughs> that's not cool and now it's, it's funny because there's a part of me i i think i understand it um in the sense of not that I would ever feel that way, but I do think I don't know. I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe there was something about her uncle that just like gave her a safe feeling as a little girl, you know? Because yeah. I think often uh, like women end up going with somebody similar to their dad. I've heard that. Before. Yeah, because like maybe like they felt safe. Maybe they felt yeah. like they can be themselves. Maybe they felt like they wasn't judged. Maybe they felt like you know whatever the case is. And then when they get that feeling from somebody else. It's just like, oh, this is a secure feeling again. This is a feeling that I used to get from somebody that loved me or really cared about me. But uh, she just so happened to get that feeling from her uncle. Yeah. So but, those are the two uh, embarrassing story segments that I have for you. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so I'm going to give you another one. This is my personal story. So I was, Sierra and I had a conversation about like dating people and I'm a virgin open like i say that on the podcast all the time and i was like how do how do you do it like does someone say something and she's like no no one says anything and i was on a date with a girl and i was thinking oh like what if i said like can we hold hands would that sound weird because she was saying you never say like i'm gonna do something you just do it and i was thinking would that really sound weird if i just yelled out right now you want to hold hands so you know what i did i yelled out do you want to hold my hand and it was the most awkward experience i've had with a girl wow 
But but and I just started laughing. But what was her response? Uh, she was like, "Never say that again." The girls told yeah, you she that. Said, never, she said, "Never say that again." I'm sorry. Oh, I feel like I feel like she shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> she made it. She made it embarrassing. If she would have been like, "Oh yeah, of course, I'm glad you asked. I appreciate you getting my consent." <laughs> oh really? The, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's not awkward unless you make it awkward. It was. It was like awkward. It was awkward, awkward for me. I'm not gonna lie. It was awkward yeah. for me. It was a little embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie. But see, like, like that's why I say it depends on like how somebody play it off. Like, yeah. I had a great I, time though. I would have played it off. I would have been like, yeah, you know, I'm just asking because you know, women nowadays, I don't want to be touching, assuming just because you went on a date with me, I could just grab your hand. You know, I would rather you let me know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But if she made it like really weird, then it's like she didn't make right, it really weird. But she was like, "Dude, no, stop!" But that's making it weird. I feel like that's kind of making it weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would say it would be. She made it embarrassing. Yeah. I don't think asking is embarrassing. Though. Really, I don't think asking is embarrassing. Okay, I'm glad you feel that way. I feel like I mean, you should always get consent. Okay. If anything, that just sounds really cute, man. I'm not a simp, shady. I'm not saying you're a simp. I'm just saying that's really cute. Thank you. Not a lot of it people was, have that quality. I had a great time. Uh, I definitely think that that was that's definitely her doing. Okay. Yeah, I'm I don't think that. that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I, don't, I mean, there are some guys that are just like go do it. You know yeah. what I mean? I've been both. I've been both the guy that would just do whatever, but then I've also been the guy where it's like I'm a very laid back person. So yeah. it's just like I don't I don't like. I'm never gonna be the the guy that's asking the girl like, "Oh, you want to come back to my place?" Or you want to kiss? I'm not asking <laughs> you anything unless you bring it up. Okay. So it's just like I don't want anything to feel uncomfortable. I don't want you to feel forced. I don't want to make the sometimes like you could talk yourself out of even like maybe she's thinking about it already, but because you asked, now it's just like I, I don't know. Yeah. So it's just like sometimes they just want it to like happen. But it's just like so. It's like me. I was like, I don't. I'm not gonna ask anything unless you bring it up. So, okay. Yeah. Valid. Shady thought it was cute. It's interesting. I still think it's cute. Yeah, I still. Th- I think so too. Thank you, Shady. Thank you. Nice. I'd have appreciated you asking for my consent. Thank you, my gentleman. <laughs> my gentleman, guys, open the yeah, door for her and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any embarrassing stories as a creator? So, I wanted to talk to you about being a creator because it is stressful being a creator. Because I'm not sure if you've ever done through have, or have to gone through any cancel culture, but that is a big, big thing a lot of people deal with now. And you say anything wrong, a lot of people are going to, you know, just sledgehammer you, step on you. Mm, embarrassing. Or not embarrassing. Have you ever, I'll say, we'll do the embarrassing one next, but I'm saying cancel culture, has it ever affected you in any way or people going against you or hating on you because of one thing you said they took out of context yeah people people um people have been upset when i've said things like like you thought i was gonna get your your podcast canceled i could have said it i'm not gonna say that though okay no, no, no. out of respect for embarrassing <laughs> please don't get us canceled no 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 I, people have people have like said things about different things i've said in skits or different roles that i've played in skits yeah. whether it be like a disabled person <laughs> or like but that's maybe, funny though maybe right? like a like a like a um special needs person like yeah. maybe like a a mentally retarded person you know trey rags yeah are you friends with trey rags no no no, no, no. Uh, you, you know of him though yeah fun like he reminds me of like similar kind of content and but it's the t- well to me here's the thing it's like stuff like that it's like i don't really care about it i don't feel like I could be canceled personally because I do comedy. Okay. And I've told people that all the time, you can't cancel me. Like, it is what it is. Because comedy is like, I see it from the viewpoint of like, either it's funny to you or it's not. Or you hate it. That's just it. There's a lot of comedy and things that like people do that I just don't think it's funny. But you find it funny. And I think that it's all perspective. You know what I mean? I guarantee like there's somebody that finds this dark humor or this thing that's not supposed to be funny funny because i only laugh at things that's like not supposed to be funny like Me the too. things that's supposed to be funny i'm like ah that's i've cool. noticed that uh, i really 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 love laughing at people get hurt yeah <laughs> that's the funny i love laughing at people when they get in trouble <laughs> people that's the like like that get caught doing something they're not the supposed to be it's doing the best. and you like start seeing their body language yeah, like switch up yeah. or like Another thing is like really funny to me is like I love awkward moments. 
Oh, really? I love awkward moments. That's why, like, when you said, like, about the girl, I'm like, yeah. it's only awkward if she makes it awkward. Me, personally, I don't make anything awkward, but I just love seeing people and people watching. Yeah. So it's always funny when somebody else feels, like, awkward about something. And it's just like, or, or like, I've been out with people. Yeah. And let's say if it gets quiet, I'll just let the quiet sit. Me too. And I'll just see, like, are you going to say something? Or just, sure. and, just and, if, and if neither one of us say something, hey. Y'all I'll, just, evil, I'll just go like this. I'll just get on my phone. I, I honestly just start laughing. And I laugh at everything and anything. And I think I'm not sure if that's good or bad because a lot of people don't even like me because I laughed at them falling or a project they made or missing a swing at the golf course. I think I think things that are not supposed to be funny are, funny. are, are the funniest the things. Funniest. So it's just like cancel culture I, I don't really see it that way also what people have to understand is like i'm an actor mm-hmm. like literal literal actor like a-lister this is what i do for a living every week I every act. week like i don't just like i don't take my job lightly like um like i don't just do it for fun you know what yeah, i mean like i'm not job. just like throwing the camera on and being like oh let's just do whatever no like i get into character i fully act like i act so it's like if, if it's a special needs role i'm gonna act the role it's like you can't get mad it's like you're not gonna go to the movies and say oh well why is this guy uh acting like this like he's acting yeah like once the video goes off i'm not sitting there still walking around like you know like i'm like i'm mentally ill or like mentally retarded or disabled i'm not walking around like that it's for a role that i'm playing in that moment once this video goes off the next video is going to be something else yeah so i don't look at it that way i just be like i mean if it's not funny to you maybe the next one will be maybe if that the next those the next two wasn't funny maybe the third one will be so i don't i don't look at it that way it's like oh cancel culture can't cancel me you know you just didn't find this one funny yeah and i don't think there should be a limit on those types of jokes and stuff like that because we joke about every thing so it's like where do you where do you draw the line? Once yeah. you draw the line, I feel like now everybody has a voice to be. Oh well, I'm offended by this. You can't joke about that, and then everybody has the right to do that. Then yeah. So it's like, where do you draw the lines? It's you know one of the funniest things to me is like when a white person gets really mad and then they say the n word. Like <laughs> that's like the well, that's one of the funny like and the reason why it's so funny is because they always say it like they was waiting. Like, they've been wanting to say it for a minute. Yeah. And it's just, like, the funniest thing to me because I'm like, dang, I wonder if you feel better. Like, like you got you that. Now? <laughs> yeah, it's you like really you got that, now? like, way off your chest. You've been they, waiting for that one. You've yeah, been it's just like they had the, the the weight of it. You could hear it in the yeah. way they said the force. it. force. Yeah, you like, man. they the it, it's, so it's just funny because it's just like, dang, you was really, like, waiting to get that out. <laughs> but I think, like, stuff like that is just funny. There's yeah. like been black jokes that's funny to me, white jokes all, that's funny all, to me. Anything that's not supposed to be funny, I, it's, it's very hilarious funny. to me. Some, some of them were like too raunchy, but it's just yeah. like some of them are just like offensive. But yeah. you said that you were getting into stand up comedy. Stand-up. Never do stand up comedy. Never do stand up comedy. I started watching it recently in the recent yeah. years, but as far as doing it, I would never do You'd it. You'd never do it. So I've been getting into watching it. Yeah. I have I would never consider doing it. The reason why is just because I feel like you can't put a stand up comedian in front of a camera and tell them to do what I do. And I think you can't just put me on a stage and tell me to do what a stand-up comedian. Yeah, it's like a like a battle rapper. Like, you know, like those people that just be battle rapping, they got endless bars, but yeah. it's like you put them on a beat and it's just like that ain't it. It's just like like it's like <laughs> that ain't it, bro. Yeah, it's like you got bars, but you you can't make a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like but it's the same thing where you put like somebody who be going crazy on songs, you put them in a battle rap field and it's like you ain't like you ain't shit bro yeah this ain't your lane so it's just like i feel like it's just two total different lanes okay and i'm just big on respect i'll be like hey man y'all got that i respect what what they do and it's funny and as i've been watching more like it'd be funny i'd be dying laughing but i just wouldn't do it so you never tried just to try it i think i would bomb and if i bombed i think i would be okay with bombing and it would be so bad that like like i said i enjoy awkward moments so yeah that's cool. If it gets awkward on stage and the crowd is quiet and I'm just still going, I think at some point though it's like, all right, you got to cut the awkwardness off. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just I I I've I've never tried it. I've never been interested in trying it. I think the only times I've ever thought about it is like if I've if I've said I'm gonna go up there and purposely just bomb 
and just see everybody's reaction. Damn. Yeah. The dangerous game you're playing. Different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different <laughs> folks. That is a great quote. I don't know who said it, but that's a great quote. I don't quote. know who. Somebody's uncle at the family reunion Probably. or something like that. I don't know. Probably someone's uncle. A white uncle. <laughs> There's always an uncle that got these sayings. <laughs> no, for real. There's always somebody's uncle. It's never the dad or the. It's always My grandpa's uncle. got a lot of sayings. My step grandpa. Yeah, those are, those are good. They teach you a lot of life lessons. Yeah. You'd be like, dang. Mm. You think about that one saying that they said, like when you was like seven, you'd be like, damn. That's hitting now. I see what they meant when they said, never step off the bed unless it's on the left side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. I, I don't know what that means. It might hit you in five years. Who knows? What do you think that means out of curiosity? I don't know. But I was ready for my next question. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn, you made me forget my question. I was going to talk about being a creator. How do you feel about uh, plagiarism? A lot of creators are plagiarizing and they're not even making it into their own style. It's literally word for word, bar for bar. Uh, I think it's funny. I think TikTok popularized that. Stealing? Yes. And I, not think, st- I think they normalized stealing. Okay. Uh, and the reason I say that is because you got these things where it's like somebody has a sound and then you take the sound and then just literally do the same thing yeah. to their sound. It's literally their voice. <laughs> you're literally and you're mimicking it their exact posture and the way things go and then that sound is done by 50,000 other people yeah and I think it's just a normal thing now um it's funny I did like long ago when I first was getting into it it's something that I waved the flag for which was like you know that's not cool like everything should be original you shouldn't be stealing you shouldn't be doing this and doing that but I, I kind of look at it very differently now which is just like it's like like if you you wouldn't do a podcast right now if 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 you couldn't steal. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. not the first person to do a podcast, so it's like, but you're doing it in your own way. Yeah. So the people that do it word for word, I don't like that. Okay. The people that put a little twist on it, I'm okay with that. Just because it's just like, I mean, the first person that invent everything has some kind of evolution to it. Um, somebody can't just have a car and be like, Oh, well, nobody else can make a car again. This is how we have all these different brands, models, companies. You got a Ferrari, you got a Lamborghini, you got a Pagani, you got a, you know, uh, all of these different types of cars, but they all get you from A to B. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is somebody copying somebody or are they just doing their own rendition? I don't think anybody is owed anything because nothing is original. Yeah. Like everything is derived from something. Yeah. That was done already. Even if it's like not exactly that, it was two pieces of this or that, and then put it together, and then it made this. So it's just like everything is is derived of something. For so sure, I don't I don't really look at it like as a as a bad thing. Like if you're gonna take it word for word, I don't think that's cool. I think you gotta put some type of twist on it. What made you want to start talking? Start talking? Okay, so I really love content creation. I love creativity. I think I'm a creative person, and I have millions of ideas. And I tell people I'll probably never get into a creative slump or what do they call it? The whatever block. What creative, creative block. block. I never, ever have that because there's too many things I want to do and I'm very passionate about it. And I think that if you spend your time in creativity, you're always going to find ways to come up with new ideas. What are those things that you're passionate about? Um, I just like to create. Like I like to make videos. I'm very I also like sociology. So a lot of the videos that we make are kind of based off of that and getting people's reactions to things. Mm. So I created a game at my school called Point and Shoot. I think I may or may not have told you about it. Mm. Where, cause um, I used to be scared talking to girls and my friend, like he went like this and shot at a girl and I was making videos at the time. And I went home that day and I said, that was, like, I could turn that into something like you point and you shoot at a girl. Like that might be kind of fun. So the next day I called him like, hey, like, remember that pointing thing we did the other day? Like, is it cool if we film that tomorrow? He's like, yeah, sure. So we went and we filmed me playing this game where you point and you shoot at a girl and you have to get her number. And then if you don't, you have to do a punishment. It could be 100 push-ups, a pie in the face, uh, other person telling them what to say on the phone. And then that went super viral. And now every time I go anywhere around Orlando, people recognize me from that. Oh, or right. we did a video where I pretended to be The weekend. Because people say I look like The weekend, I said, bro, we should film a video with me dressing up as The weekend and have 50 bodyguards. So we went from like one bodyguard to 10 bodyguards to 15 bodyguards in like one video. As far as creating, like you just like to do film or, or um, just Yeah, any, so anything. I was actually, I was acting before I was making YouTube videos. And I did a bunch of short films at Full Sail Time at Him. 
my first ever short film i met you didn't like the waiting part of acting like i have to wait to get into a role i gotta wait to do something so i just want to do it like i like to do things i don't want to sit around waiting all Mm. the time and so i started making videos and i had endless ideas of things that i wanted to do yeah i think that's um i think that's the same thing as like how i am i'm into like I'm into so much like yeah on on my on my day-to-day whether I'm like making music um whether I'm recording for YouTube whether I'm recording just like personal footage like reels and stuff like that whether I'm playing drums yeah whether I'm producing something like I'm always doing something creative and it just be so much that I that I'm into so it's like if I run out of juice here I just jump here if I run out of juice here, I jump over here. If yeah. I run out of juice here, yeah. I jump over here. So, no, it's just very interesting um, to see why somebody started creating and why they yeah. started doing something like that. Yeah, obviously, I need money, too. <laughs> I love the money. Yeah. What I they mean, say, I love, I love the money. That's a good expression. <laughs> so, but you've been able to, like, uh, sustain yourself. Do it, Like, do you create full-time? No. I'm you don't broke. create full-time? I'm, I'm broke. Well, right now, I'm full-time, but I'm broke. Yeah. Broke, broke financially. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm what broke they, financially, yeah, that's not mentally. They, yeah, that's what they always yeah. say. But no, that's cool that you're able to create, like you know, and do all of these different things and stuff like that. And like I said, don't never minimize the time you're putting in because, like, never it could be any minute. Like you just never know. I remember, like, when I was starting and I was shooting and stuff like that, and I was doing so many videos, nothing yeah. was hitting, mm-hmm. and. Or maybe it was hidden, but it didn't mean anything or anything like that. And and I and even in like the tenth grade, eleventh grade, I'm creating. Twelfth grade of high school, I'm creating. I had like a half a day at school, and the other half of the day, I would be working at Target. I was a cashier, and some of my videos was even was was going viral even then. And I, I, I was not getting paid. I was not getting, like, anything to sustain me. And I remember people, I would be ringing items up. There would be people, like, behind different places in the store, like, like yo, this is the guy, blah, 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 taking pictures of me, sneak recording me. I would have managers, like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, nothing. I just do little video things on the side. And But it was, like, it was always in my mind, and I'm like, I just want to be able to afford to do this full time. I was only making like $200 every two weeks working at Target. So I could only afford like my haircut, phone bill, stuff like that. But I just quit, went full time, and I was just broke for a little bit and then still creating. And none of the videos was hidden, but I did not I did not know how to monetize and like get some type of income. But I said it to say that you just never know when it can happen because it happened one time and then it never stopped from there. So it's like it could just happen at any moment where something just click and it just hit. But you have to just keep going. And like I've talked to a lot of people that would be like, yo, I want followers. I want um, shout outs. I want followers. I want this. I want that. And I say that doesn't matter if you get 100 million followers and then they come and they have nothing to watch. Yeah, they have nothing to enjoy. Nothing so it's like, watch. so it's like you have to have the content first. Yeah, you have to just put it out because then when they come, they're like, "Oh, dang, this dude is dope." Let me go see what he's been doing, and you have everything there to back it up. And they're like, "I can't believe I'm just finding this guy." I can't. It can't just be the the first thing you want to pop. So I just say like, just keep going, and like, like I said, you just never know okay. when it's going to hit. That's your advice to me? That's my advice to you. That's my advice to like any creator. Just keep going. It could be this week. It could be next week. It could be next month, next year. But you just got to look at it like it could happen on the next video. It could happen on on anyone. The next beat, the next picture you take. You just never know. Mm -hmm. Same thing has has happened with like videographers that used to be my videographers and stuff like that. And I I watched them come up and grind and then like – stuff went viral for them um it's a group true nor pictures and and they used to shoot my videos and stuff like that but they started getting into their own thing as i moved from maryland and and stuff like that but then but yeah so they're grinding and he he started a tiktok failed started it again failed started it again and then this is the one that blew up so it's just like you just never know and you just gotta you gotta keep grinding like you yeah. just gotta keep going mm-hmm. what are some uh 
some ways that I could monetize? What do you think I could do better on here or just in general? Maybe we could do it off camera, but. No, nah, I would say like for, for you, for anybody, like YouTube is like really. The GOAT. It, YouTube is really, yeah, the GOAT as far as like like how they pay and things like that, the reliability. I would say, um, and you do long form content. So yeah. Excuse me. I feel like that's really good, easy to monetize. Um, once you get over those, what is it? They call it little milestones, like um, I think like four thousand watch time hours, yeah, and then certain things like that. Once you get over that, you just keep going and, and you keep just going because I am monetized on YouTube. So yeah, you there? I don't make any money though. <laughs> but you there? If you just keep promoting and, yeah. and just keep on going, like just keep going because every video matters. I still get paid from videos I did six years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's just like you might think like it it may it may mean nothing right now, but whenever it does start hitting. They'll they'll want to go all the way back to the beginning and mm-hmm. just start watching stuff and be like, dang, I want to see like when he started. You know what I mean? So okay. Like, you just never know. Okay. Yeah. Damn, I appreciate it. Of course. I appreciate it. All right, we got to do this. Is the last thing. This is just like the random talks. I don't know what I'm gonna call it yet, but we just talk about random things. I actually wanted to ask you about like Atlanta. Like, how'd that happen? You met Donald Glover? Yeah. So is he cool? He he's seems, super cool. He's he seems super, pretty cool. Super genuine. One of the more genuine people I've met in the industry. That happened because I did a skit. Um, a transracial skit yeah where i like painted my face white and that skit went viral and then he saw that skit so he told me actually he saw that skit oh like you got a dm from donald glover like yo bro your content's fire no 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 so i got an email that just from the company the in company in general and that was just like we want to fly you out to do an episode of atlanta and you know blah 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 so i went out there to Atlanta and then I sat with him and then that's when we spoke and stuff like that and then we just shot it from there and then he ended up telling me like how um he ended up like finding about finding out about me and everything like that and that episode that I did that was Emmy Emmy that won an Emmy it was actually based on the skit that I did mm. so he just wanted me to be a part of that um that experience which is a great experience and that was one of the best experiences ever and then yeah, from there he was just like I said, he's just super genuine. Um, he invited me to come back and write for the second season. So that's fire. We ended up doing that in California. Um, so that was like really cool. But it all stemmed off of like the skits that I did. Yeah. So this is why it's funny because I always say like my YouTube channel is like my biggest flex because it's brought me so many opportunities and yeah. just like just different connections. Are you on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. Really? I don't really be on TikTok. I don't so really you don't be. post any of your content on TikTok? Nah. Wow. I don't post any of my content on Instagram either. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, so I don't post it. All my content is on YouTube or Facebook. Those are okay. the two fl- the two platforms I get paid to post from. <laughs> so it's like I try to not keep Snapchat. It. Snapchat will pay you a bag. I've been hearing about that. I'm not sure if it's true. I don't, know, I don't be on Snapchat either. I haven't been on Snapchat in years because they like stole something from me damn <laughs> yeah they like stole something from me and then didn't credit me and all of that and i had a beef with them ever since and i'm glad after that they kind of like died down <laughs> but no nah, i don't I, I post all my content where i get paid so it's funny because some people be like oh, i don't know if you still do this and i'll be like everything is on youtube everything's on youtube everything bro. is on youtube i'm dropping every week all the time everything is on youtube it's on facebook just those two platforms um but yeah, no, I try to keep, I wanted to have some type of separation of personal and like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like all of that other stuff. Yeah, I don't. I just post everything everywhere. <sighs> yeah, just because it's just like, especially like with comedy skits, it's like, I don't want somebody to think that it's like, you know, people are more than one dimensional. So it's yeah. just like, you got different moves, different feelings, this and that. So it's like everything I post, I don't want it to be funny. So it's like, you get the funny in this place. If you want to laugh, you're not going to get anything serious here anything like personal or this or that you're just gonna get funny on youtube if you want to laugh go to youtube yeah but then if you come to my instagram page you might get something like this you might get oh what was my fit for the day <laughs> you might get like uh uh like one of the reels that i shoot which is just like cinematic things and stuff like that so you might get like that type of stuff more introspective like okay stuff like that but just the separation showing like i give myself some kind of duality like i show different sides of me and stuff okay okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna see who's gonna laugh first here's a question for both of you what's up right 
So y'all have been doing content for a little period of time. Two or years. Two years. You've been doing it for 10 plus. So I guess my question is from like that plus point crazy. to certain milestones. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Nothing. Right. 15 plus. All right. From the place where you started to certain milestones to now, how would you say you've evolved as content creators and what kind of content creator would you say you are then versus before? I can start. I started off making vlogs. I was vlogging. I like the vlog style element, so right now we turn vlogs into concepts. So we vlog, but we turn it into a concept. So we vlog, but the, we're doing a 10 versus 10 dating video, but it's a vlog. So that's how um, the videos have evolved now. Your turn. <laughs> I would say the way I evolved, I used to be very like just guerrilla style. Like just, just like yeah, like Pump I got I got my phone and I'm just like yo, I got this idea, let's shoot it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that at all no more. Like I'm much more like planned out, like um, just thought out. Like oh, I'm gonna shoot this day. I'm not gonna shoot this day. I'm not gonna shoot the next three. I'm gonna yeah. shoot this. I'm gonna shoot three videos in this day. Yeah, I gotta like kind of schedule like my week out and just see where I can get things done. So I'm a little bit more just uh, like planned out and not just so free in the sense of just like literally like oh get my camera and shoot so i would say that but pretty much i I feel like i'm the same kind of creator yeah i think i'm the same person i just you know you learn more over time i don't know you might have checked with you might have changed with that blue check (laughs) no i don't know about that one your family treating you start start treating you a little different with that blue check i would just say man i appreciate you for having me on everybody out there y'all just keep creating y'all keep going don't give up on yourself and um don't waste your time if you're not gonna make it through just quit now um but if you feel like there's something in you that could push through tap into that and just keep going don't let nobody tell you you can't do it this is a great episode of embarrassing very much we usually do like comedy, like comedy straight through but it was very inspiring because you are probably someone who a lot of people want to be like in terms of I want to make it. I want yeah. to do full time. Yeah. So it's great to hear your perspective on that. Yeah. I, ho- I hope that there could be a lot of full time. I love when somebody like I was talking to somebody recently. He's a full time creator now. And he just tells me how much of a difference it is like yeah. for him like to just wake up and just create. Yeah. yeah. So it's a beautiful feeling. I hope more people get there. Yeah. I'm going to get there. Yeah. And uh, Sierra will get there. Uh, hopefully she'll be here next time with you. Yeah. She was a little upset, but we love you, Sarah. You'll be here next time. You're gonna come. You have to come back on with her. I'll come back on. Say no more. I'll come back on. Niles, it's been a great time. Thank you guys for watching. Embarrassing. Make sure to follow Niles everywhere, especially YouTube and Facebook at yes. Retro Spectro. Niles E Niles N I L E S E Y Y N I L E S. I'm dropping on there all the time, every week, multiple times a week. If you want to laugh, go there. It's so much content for you to binge watch. Yeah, you could probably watch it for a month. And Literally. I'd, I'd say two months. I got a lot of it. I got over 400 videos. You think it's over two months of like watching straight? Yeah. Okay, I'm estimating like three months. Okay. Like go binge watch. Just have a great time. I got playlists set up. If you want to go to comedy videos, you can just literally click it and just let it run. People put it in there. Just play it for like background noise when you're doing homework. <laughs> right up the revenue. Yeah, man. Hey. <laughs> but thank you guys for watching. Your boy's out of here. Thank you guys for watching Embarrassing Deuces. Damn. And we were cutting. Yes, sir. I love that. Yeah, that was fire.